That was well said. A day that should be every day. In fact, I, I heard one time from a man that there should be a Father's Day, but then every other day should be Mother's Day because they deserve it. But it seems to be the other way around. Every day is Father's Day, but moms get one day. Or kid day, and moms get one day. So happy Mother's Day. We appreciate you. <clears throat> I appreciate you. All the sacrifices, all the, all the late nights, all the potty training. Now I'm talking to my mom. All the, uh, all the bad dreams and checking under the bed and opening the closet every night to look in there to make sure there was no boogie monster, which he was never there when she looked, but right when she left, he was there again. Um, <clears throat> so I, I didn't really appreciate my mom until I went to college and realized that Soap and shampoo just don't magically appear. You have to actually go buy those. And I didn't even really ever think about that until I got to college and my soap ran out and then my roommate's soap ran out and I was stuck. And so I called my mom and said, what do you do when your soap runs out? And she said, do you go to the store? I said, oh, what kind did you get? And she told me, I said, oh. So then I went to the store, because there wasn't cell phones then, it was, it was a call in the dorm. <clears throat> I went to the store and I realized there was a lot of soap options that I had never really thought of. And there's a lot of shampoo options, and I solved that one. So <laughs> I appreciate my mom. I, uh, um, moms are, are appreciated, so thank you so much. I was thinking about what to get my mom. And my mother-in-law, I have two moms, and uh, I started thinking about what they would like, and, um, and I love my mother-in-law too. I have amazing, an amazing mother-in-law and an amazing mom, so I have the uh, positive duality, and I'm, I'm really thankful for that. Um, so I was thinking, what would they like? And then I started thinking, you know, what, what do my, all moms want? What... what and, and really, even past that, what do, what do we all want? And, and I, I think we all want to have a blessed life, a life of blessing. Like, who wants a cursed life? Nobody. You know, we want a blessed life. We want blessing. And we might say it a little different, but, but we really want blessing in our life, in our lives. That's why on your favorite mug, it has a blessing Bible verse. That's why on that journal that you use every morning, it has a blessing saying phrase on it. That's why most of the things we pray for or about are for God's blessing, whether it be our kids or our relationships or our marriage or our families, whatever it is, we're really asking God for blessing. And as I thought of that, I thought there's really three, three things, three blessings that, that you and I want more than anything else in our lives. And we will go to great lengths to get these three things in our lives. We, we, will, we will chase them to the ends of the earth. We will pay exorbitant amount of, amounts of money for these things. We will work overly hard for these. 
We will go to places all around the world to try to find these three things. And so on Mother's Day, I would like to talk about three blessings that moms would love to have, but really in reality, we all would love to have them. So we're going to go to Numbers chapter 6. It's the fourth book in the Bible, so it's towards the beginning, if you have a Bible. Numbers chapter 6, and this is a passage where God is speaking to Moses and Aaron, and he shares a blessing with them and says, I want you to give this blessing to the Israelites, to the children of Israel. So Numbers chapter 6, here's, here's what he says. The Lord said to Moses, tell Aaron and his sons, this is how you are to bless the Israelites. Say to them, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. This, these three verses, I'm, I'm going to read them again. The Lord said to Moses, tell Aaron and his sons, this is how you bless the Israelites. Say to them, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. Fairly simple. You've probably, maybe you've heard that before. Maybe you've seen it written on certain things. Today, actually on your chairs or around you, it's written on a card that you can take with you. So what is it saying? Well, there's, there's two, two things that this phrase, these, these verses, these four verses communicate. And so we're going to look at both of them, but then we're going to also inside of here look at the three blessings most of us really want in our lives. So the, the first thing I see here is that, that God's blessings are found in his presence. God's blessings are found in his presence. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you. Well, when does God's face shine on us? When he's near us, when we're in his presence. That's when his face shines on us. God's blessings are, are found in his presence. Everything we want is found in God's presence. It's found in God, more specifically. Now, we search a lot of different ways to try to find things. We, we, we go all different places to find God's blessing or to find blessing at all. We buy new stuff and temporarily we feel blessed. We, we get into relationships with, with people and, and we feel like they pull us up a little bit like, yeah, and you feel a little blessed temporarily. We may buy that new truck or that new car and feel like, yeah, the new house, the new vacation home, yeah, I'm blessed. But it's really just short pieces of temporary peace or joy. It isn't God's blessing. Maybe it's that spa day. You're like, oh, but you don't understand the pedicure, the manicure, the, the facial, the whatever else they do in those places, things. Those made me feel so heavenly. Oh, I am blessed. Yeah, but you stub your toe and all of a sudden, I don't know which one's which, the foot one doesn't work anymore then. Because then you have a black and blue toe. It's a pedicure, right? It's a 
The toes? Pedicure? Okay, yeah, that. I've never got one. I don't know. But you may feel blessed for a day. I know I went to a full body massage one time and I was having trouble with my neck and they did all this hard stuff, pressure stuff things and I left and felt amazing. And I said to Nicole, I don't ever want to go back and do that again because it makes me feel so amazing. Well, then two days later, I felt like I felt before. So guess what I did? I went back. And for 48 hours, I felt amazing again. And then I had a rib out of place and they fixed it and I felt good all the time. But it, you know, sometimes we have these short-term blessings that we think, that's great. And we chase those and we chase those and we chase those. But that's not God's blessing. That's a temporary fix. We can only find God's blessing in his presence. I mentioned earlier three basic things that we all want. And here's what I would say. The three deepest desires of our hearts, and we say these sometimes a little different, but here's what they are. A desire for security, a desire for acceptance, and a desire for peace. If I could have any three blessings, any, th any three things that would make me whole, a blessing of security, don't you just want to be secure and protected? Don't, don't we want that? We run from things that don't give us security and protection. Nobody wants danger or instability. We want stability acceptance. Don't we all want to feel accepted? I thought that would end in high school. It didn't. I thought that desire for acceptance would end in college. You know what? I wanted to be accepted in the dorm. I thought that would end after college. It didn't. And now I'm 50 and I still want to be accepted. A desire for acceptance. That's why after a hockey game, I went to my son and said, he's 21, and I said, I, I want you to be really honest with me. When I play hockey with you guys, am I embarrassing you? He said, what do you mean? I said, well, I don't want to be the old guy who keeps playing and nobody really wants him there because he's really kind of terrible, but they humor him because they know that he probably was all right when he was younger. And he said, well, Dad, you know, there are spurts when you are amazing, and I'm like, that's my dad. He's the best guy on the ice. The spurts are getting further and further apart. <laughs> we all want to be accepted. And then thirdly, we all want peace, right? We want peace. Peace in our lives, in our homes, peace in our country. Peace in our relationships, peace with God, security, acceptance, and peace. We're going to look at each, each one of these, and they're found in this blessing in, in, Rome, in uh, number six. So the first one, security. The Lord bless you, verse 24, the Lord bless you and keep you. So his first blessing is to keep you. 
God keeping us. Eternal security is the, the term that we would use for this. The idea that, that once I am a child of God, I am a child of God forever. And there's nothing I can do that he would kick me out of his family. Security. God gives us, gives us a bunch of verses about security. Um, Deuteronomy 31.8. It says, He will never leave you or forsake you. Joshua 1.9. Do, do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Psalm 94.14. For the Lord will not reject his people. He will never forsake his inheritance. Matthew 28, 20. For surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. John 10, 28. I give them eternal life and they shall never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. Clearly, God felt like this idea of security was very, very important to humans. And there are a bunch more verses in the Bible where he talks specifically about the blessing of security. The Lord bless you and keep you. This is something that moms do really, really well. They keep their children secure. I, I remember my mom uh, coming to the bus stop with me, and, and the bus stop was right in front of her house, so it was the mailbox. But she would come out to the mailbox with me, and... It was kindergarten. I, I was um, riding a bus to kindergarten, and my mom would come with me. Now, I wasn't scared of the bus. I wasn't scared of the mailbox. I wasn't even scared of school. But having my mom there added security. What if the bus driver doesn't see me and drives right by? I was pretty small. You know, what, what if I, I don't know where to sit on the bus? What if I miss the bus? What if I'm late getting out there? My mom offered an amazing amount of security. My, uh, my wife goes in and lays sometimes with our youngest son when he's scared. Well, why? She brings security. Apparently, he figures that she can beat off the boogeyman, and she probably can. Well, there might be a robber in my bedroom. I don't know what she's going to do. <laughs> but he thinks that's fine. It's security. Moms are a great human manifestation of this idea of security. The Lord bless you and keep you. And we, we realize that only supernatural security is found in God's presence. But our moms do offer a level of security in life storms. <clears throat> security. The, the, second, the second desire that God meets is the desire of acceptance. In verse 25, number 6, The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. It's God's grace that allows his face to shine on us. And he accepts us based on his character not on what we've done. Isn't that so great? 
God's blessing is not contingent, or God, God's presence in my life and in acceptance is not contingent on, on me, but on him. Like I, He loved me way before I loved him. The Bible says we love him because he first loved us. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. I have to tell you, there, there are many, many times when I don't feel like I deserve God's acceptance. I don't measure up. Ah, I'm not the best dad. I'm not the best husband. I'm not the best follower of Jesus. Ah, I don't deserve his acceptance, but the Lord make his face shine on you. God treats us kind of like Jesus when I'm in his presence and his face shines on me and on you as a child of God. I think back to my mom and my mom was great at accepting me. Moms are great at accepting us when we're unacceptable. Even even with the mud and the blood and the junk, a mom will swoop in and pick up their child and act like they're clean. You know what I'm talking about. All of a sudden, the throw-up doesn't bother them. And I'm like, (laughs) but they're mom, and they accept. My mom accepted me when I struck out with the bases loaded. She accepted me when I got pinned in the first period of a wrestling match. She accepted me when she stayed there all day for those wrestling tournaments to see me wrestle three times. And one was a bye. And she said, ah, that's my son. I accept him. Moms are a great earthly human example of acceptance. I remember my, uh, my son, there was, a, there was a yell, and then there was a four-wheeler, and then there was two boys uh, in the driveway, and one of them was uh, obviously bleeding, and the other one had a look on his face like, oh no, I think he's bleeding bad. Um, and so we ran out, and my wife does not like blood, um, but... But in moments like that, that doesn't seem to bother her a bit. And um, Eric, my oldest son, said, Dad, it's really bad. Um, I'm like, okay. And I'm usually the diplomat. All right, let's, what are we going to do? Okay, cut the pants off. Let's look. You know, went through it. And Nicole just uh, um, accepting. Accepting all the way through the pants coming off and the emergency room. And now she didn't go back to see the stitches and stuff, but um, it's not her role. <laughs> um, her role was to give a big, huge hug when he came out. And moms offer security. Moms after, offer acceptance. And I think that God has allowed moms to be a human manifestation of that blessing that he talks about. In God's presence, there is great security and in God's presence, there is great acceptance. There's a third one. 
God meets our, our desire for peace. Peace. Security, acceptance, and peace. Three blessings that I would say, if you could give me any three things and they'd last the rest of my life, how much do I have to pay to have peace the rest of my life? Really. Name your price. Wouldn't it be worth it? Peace. God offers peace. Uh, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you, on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. Peace comes from God. A peace that passes all understanding. Philippians 4, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, give your request to God, and what happens? And a peace that we don't even humanly understand will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. That's a blessing from God. Peace. We try to find peace a lot of, a lot of different ways. And of all of them, security, acceptance, yeah, we try to find those too, but we try to find peace in secluded places. We try to find peace in a different relationship than what we've got currently. We try to find peace in adult time. <laughs> Let's just get the kids someplace. <laughs> Let's find peace. We, we try to find peace. We, we try to buy peace. If I could just buy peace and tranquility. But peace comes from God. God's word says that genuine peace is found in God's presence. When, when we are in nearness to God, our heart and our soul find peace that the world can't even understand. John 14, 27 says, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your heart be troubled. Do not be afraid. Jesus was, was saying that to his disciples right before he was going to leave them. And he was saying, oh, no, 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 no. No, peace comes from God. Yeah, I give you a peace that the world can't even understand. A blessing from God <clears throat> found in his presence. All that our hearts long for and desire the blessings we crave are found in the presence of God. In nearness to our God, we find everything we need. He is an all-sufficient God. So it leaves the question, it begs the question, so how do, I, how do I get the blessing of God? How do I get security? How do I get acceptance? How do I get peace? Well, we're told that God's blessings are for those who love him and, and obey him. So there, there are two phrases in there. Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 9, it says, Know therefore that the Lord your God is God. He is the faithful God, keeping his covenant of love to a thousand generations for those who love him and keep his commandment. So, the blessing that flows from God's presence is for those who love him and keep his commandment. Now, you might say, well, does that mean that God's love and blessings are conditional? I'd say yes and no. His love is not conditional at all. 
He loves me when, when I don't deserve it. His love is not conditional. But <clears throat> the enjoyment of his blessings are conditional. They're conditional on my relationship with him. So let me try to explain this. So let's say that you're, uh, you're, so we have a son and a daughter who have moved out. They enjoyed mom's, the blessings of mom's cooking and laundry and cleaning for years and years and years. They moved out. Okay? Now that doesn't mean that mom's love for them has waned at all. No. But they don't take advantage anymore or don't get the advantage of her cooking or her laundry or her cleaning. Why? Because, because mom changed? No. Because they changed. And that's what we do sometimes. God doesn't change. His love for us is exactly the same. His blessings for us, though, when I choose to not live how I should, they do change. And all of a sudden, because of my choices, I find myself in a place with no blessing of peace. Does that mean God doesn't want me to have peace? Did he change? No. No, I've just moved out of his presence. I've moved away from obedience to God. I think it's the same way with us, and and this is what I wrote down. I wrote, our closeness to God helps us realize the blessings of God. We can have the security of God's enduring love as we rest in Him during difficult times. We can rejoice in the acceptance of God as we take the time to get in proximity with God and spend time with Him. And, And we can have the peace of God as we spend time near to the God of peace reading his Bible, reading the Word of God, the Bible, and praying. We can have security and acceptance and peace. Now, it is Mother's Day, and so I know there are some ladies who are saying, yeah, but I just wish I had, a, had peace. Uh, I wish I could feel that. Brett, if you knew my life, it is like so upside down, uh, and I'm trying so hard. And I, I have a verse that, that I included today, Matthew eleven twenty eight to 30. It says, come to, come to me, this is Jesus talking, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, And you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. We have a God who is so much bigger than us. He's so much stronger than us. And he's so much more caring than we are. And he offers us. security, acceptance, and peace, and so much more, and a love that never fails. I pray a lot of times, I pray sometimes this, uh, you know, God, thank you so much for loving me and being faithful to me, even though I am not faithful to you. 
That's the kind of God we have. This little card that you got on your chair it says, The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. That's my prayer for the ladies here today. It's Mother's Day, and if we could give you one thing, I would want it to be a blessing from God. Because isn't that what we all want anyway? A blessed life. Like I said in the beginning, who wants a cursed life? Absolutely no one. Who wants a blessed life? We all do. So let me pray. Let me pray uh, as we conclude. I'll pray a a blessing prayer uh, in closing. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much for loving us. Thank you for being faithful to us even when we're not faithful to you. God, I thank you for women today, for the ladies in this room. And Father, I, I, I pray that you would bless them. And God, I want to pray these, these verses over them. I, uh, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace because we know that the Lord our God, you are God. You are a faithful God, keeping your covenant of love to the thousand generations of those who love you and keep your commandment. So we ask that you'd bless the women here today and we know that you will. In Jesus' name, amen.